0: Good day. This is Lorraine Lawson with Bank Automation News. Recently, I spoke with HyperScience's Chief Operating Officer, Charlie Newark French. HyperScience is an automation company that leverages machine learning instead of bots to automate opening accounts, the know-your-customer process, and anti-money laundering verification. I asked French what he sees as the biggest barriers to automation and what key performance indicators banks and other companies use to measure success in automation. I think that um, I'd really say three things, and, and most certainly, uh, mostly the first. And the first is the legacy tech stack. Right? I gave this example of Better Mortgage and Sofi and these other um, smaller companies popping up, being able to uh, do uh, do very niche things a lot, lot faster. And it's like when the new airlines popped up in the sort of 1980s, 1990s, and were able to be a lot more. Um, cost efficient um versus sort of some of the incumbents who were all filing for bankruptcy at the time, they were just unencumbered by a whole series of, of stuff. And for, the, for this space, it is un- un- unencumbered by a legacy tech stack. Like small changes for large banks are very, very tough. Um, and uh, you can have a, a, a sort of a SoFi come along and sort of say, if you want to borrow a hundred, up to $100,000 and you live in this zip code um, and you earn this amount and you sort of really, really narrow it down, um, we can process that for you in twenty four hours, but the second you start expanding out of that, things become difficult very fast and the legacy tech stack as a result has got um, uh, has become very complex um, and um, uh, uh, and fragile and hard to operate so allow the, the bigger the bank the worse it is uh, because the more differences the more nuance they've had to deal with our aim is to um uh, to make change possible right so if of the um hundred different software or systems or databases or data entry um uh, uh software that's used or databases that are used um you want to sub out one with our model it should be possible that's out the way that we conceive it look i think the second is that um people uh want to communicate with the bank in different ways and can communicate with the bank in different ways and i think a lot of uh um uh, um, again the likes of a better mortgage is able to say right if you're able to put all of this in online and only communicate to us to us via this one form um that's great um a big bank I mean, 2% of uh, what we process is faxes, right? I say that for the just pure absurdity of it. I didn't even know faxes existed still until about two or three years ago. Um, But some people want to physically mail stuff in. Some people want to take a picture on their iPhone, and it's kind of skewed and it doesn't uh, doesn't go into an OCR engine um, at all. Some people want to submit part of their data um, via an email and some part of it via calling somebody up. Um, and submitting it uh, that way. And you have this sort of diverse um, set of documents and data coming in. And the the sort of harder that is, the faster the likes of a bot's breakdown. And good luck saying to a, a large bank will only accept, um, or the, ba- the customers of a large bank will only accept data in this exact format. It just won't work. Uh, so so that's the second and again machine learning is the only way to do that. Um, I mean if you think of uh, If you think of doing even proof of identification the number of documents that can be submitted for proof of verification um, uh, From passports that were issued in different years and have things in slightly different places to um, uh, Driving licenses that are different by every state by every year uh, the number of sort of custom code you'd need to write to say look at the top right and take the last seven digits of this exact uh, pixel set um, just makes bots and a kind of an unmanageable way to try to solve that uh, problem. So the first is um, legacy tech stack. The first is customers want more and more freedom on um, how to communicate with um, uh, customers. And then the third is, 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 is really a, a sort of systemic issue where everyone knows the problem, right? All three of us on this call, everyone in the bank, everyone in the world knows the problem. It takes six weeks to file a mortgage. It takes two years to file a social security disability claim. It takes up to three months at the largest insurance companies to file an insurance claim. We all see the problem. Nobody understands fully, even within the banks, and especially the higher and higher you go up, what is causing all that delay? Um, And we try to, uh um we try to expose that issue a little bit more uh, and make it make it more tangible for or more possible for people to to do change so when we go in we don't rip everything out straight away we're sort of saying well there's a little bit that we can do a little bit better and then once we've proved ourselves there well there's also this module of our software that you can uh take um so it isn't this daunting uh uh um overhaul uh approach okay um. Thank you. That was a good answer. Um. I also wondered. I'm working a story about KPIs for automation. Do you have any recommendations for what kind of KPIs companies, banks should be using to judge their automation? Yeah, we look really at um, at three KPIs, um, and then with one of them, there's a, a little bit of nuance. Uh, the first KPI for us is accuracy. Um. Uh, But one thing we do, we don't have an OCR engine. Every piece of uh, software that we've ever built is proprietary. Um, We use machine learning for almost everything we do and certainly for um, extracting data. Um, uh, But with our um, uh, machine learning uh, software, we put um, an emphasis on accuracy. Uh, And some of our competitors will say, 100% 100% automation, and for us, 100% automation really means zero percent automation, because there is no way, um, unless it is a super specific task, a super super specific task, in which case it is just um, a very very custom piece of code which has existed for 30 or 40 years. Um, but there is no way that automation software can do everything with 100% accuracy. Um, in fact, people don't. We know that on average, in most tasks. That we see, um, there is about a one percent, two percent, sometimes uh, failure rate, or clerical error, or um, uh, inaccuracy. So what we do, um, so if you're saying 100 percent automation, you have to, you basically have to go and check everything. So you probably speed, speed it up a little bit, but it's not any true automation. Um, What we do is we assign a confidence interval to every single piece of work we do. We say, look, I'm I'm 99, this is a machine, the machine is 99.527% confidence, this name is Lorraine, and it's spelled like this. Um, And if that reaches our customers' tolerance for errors, which will will never be 0%, right, it just doesn't exist, not even in human work. If you sort of want a 99.5% accuracy rate, yes, this passes it, we're very confident. Or no, this is actually only 99% confident, and that is not an, act, uh, sort of an accuracy that rate that is uh, fair or toler- uh, tolerable. We then hand that off to a person to check. If there's a discrepancy between what we think and the person, we hand it off to another person to check in some instances, all depending on how much accuracy you want. And once there is an answer, consensus-based answer, we submit that answer. Um, and all the time, the machine is watching what people do and learning. So next time you present that same problem to the machine, it's hopefully slightly better at it. Maybe still not good enough um, because we always prioritize accuracy over, over anything else. So I think accuracy matters in automation. Um, automation for automation's sake uh, will backfire on large enterprises. Um, the second one is uh, really um, speed. Um Uh, Now, speed is the one that I say breaks down a little bit more than just speed. Um, You can think of uh, um, um, uh, some form of straight-through processing or STP uh, metric, which is like some portion of the work is just fully able to be done by um, the software. Uh, Or you can think of um, uh, sort of breaking up into uh, discrete chunks of work right so if you think of a mortgage application um straight through processing is obviously zero percent right now even for the, to the the most nimble companies um but automation of various parts of that um may be extremely high um so straight through processing uh is one average handling time is another um is a sort of opposite end of that spectrum is what we probably prefer um, to sort of say this mortgage took two weeks of handling time. Um, some things we do straight through processing for, like paying an, paying an invoice. Um, is few, there's only a few steps in that, and it can be relatively um, automated the whole way. Processing mortgage does not fit into that category. So the first is um, accuracy. Uh, the second is speed, um, with straight through processing or average handling time being the, the sort of key metrics we use there. And then the third is cost, right? Uh, um, My thought is that most companies that I speak to, certainly at the sort of uh, C-suite level, care mostly about speed, um, especially in times of COVID when they're being forced to be more competitive, being forced to serve their customer base substantially better than competitors because the the customer base is sort of in in tough times, has more power. Right? And, and, and the way that things were done in the past. Um, if you keep that, you go under in times like this. And if you change and you become more competitive, you do a better job. So I think people care mostly about speed. Um, accuracy is obviously just constantly critical. And then the third area is, is cost. Um, um, and uh, um, uh, um, serving customers in a cost efficient way is important. Just to give you a sense of those metrics for us, we reduce error rates by two-thirds. Um, which is a radical reduction. Um, we increase throughput time by 10x, and we can save up to. Although it's a bit of a trade-off between speed and um, uh, um, between speed and um, uh, cost, but we can save up to 90% of uh, cost. Now that all depends on if you'd rather just things go really, really fast, then you leave more people processing. For that, uh, to 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 um, maximise speed, Uh, but that's sort of a a, a trade off that the the companies we work with make on a case by case basis.